This week on the BAMCast, get your squeeze off of my tit. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, hey BAMCast. Episode 565. That's It's no, like it's a year a... and 200 extra days. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And uh, Chuck is not going to be with us this week. Um, Chuck's not going to be with us for an undetermined number of weeks. He's taking a little breaky break. Uh, needs to sort some things out with his god. Um, <laughs> he heard I was coming back. And yeah. he was like, I'm out. Fuck. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking hate that guy. <laughs> He's like, that dick. He thought he He's finally back. got rid of you by sabotaging all of your uh, home <laughs> purchasing experiences. Uh, experiences, yeah. but we have a real Highlander situation going on here yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave him four months of peace. That peace <laughs> right. has ended. <laughs> but we got on the on the bright side, we got Mackie back. Hey, I'm back. Hey. That's exciting. Yeah. I, I feel like I was just, hey, <laughs> just fawns you guys. Yeah, you did. You did. Fawns us a little. Yeah. But I'm just I'm very excited to be back. Yeah, I'm very me too. excited to be here in town, at my house, and also here in this studio. Yes, that too. Yeah. It's just it's weird because like we've gone out and like just randomly run into people. Which, oh yeah, like, like just out on the town. We forgot what that's like because we lived in basically a retirement city, <laughs> so it was like we never saw anybody that we recognized ever. The only people that recognize us is like the owner of uh, Panhead's Pizza. Oh yeah, because like, he's like, oh, you guys are back. Huh? I'm like, yeah, give me that fucking hair of the dog pizza right now. Hell yeah. But uh, also, Chuck was doing all of our editing, and that's going to now move into into my sweet little hands. Mm-hmm. So uh, things are going to be a little bit different for a little bit. Might be a little less polished for a few episodes until I get my groove in. So uh, I would like to thoroughly apologize for any bullshit <laughs> that happens until... These people are going to realize all the editing Chuck was doing. Right. He, yeah. Like, he was taking out ums and pauses, and you're, you're like, nope. Nope. Cut, Leave print, it send it. Leave it in. We're going for, we're going back to <laughs> going for We're going full bush, if you will. <laughs> like no trim the whatsoever. Or the pubic region. Pubic region. Okay, yeah. good. I mean, because either one's a dicey situation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you're either for the Banff cast or you're against. Uh, okay, the all right, all right, yeah. all right. Just making sure we're, we're on the same page here. So, yeah. just wanted to get up, get that out of the way, and uh, welcome to. Uh, in January. Oh, right. Yes. 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 That is usually... I, I usually do some of what we do and all that, but if you're here and you've sat through all that, you, you know. I haven't been here. Oh. I forgot what we do Did every you know week. that each and every episode on the BAFCast, we go to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie? Oh, Ooh. cool. We did that tonight. Yeah. You know what? And then we come in here and we talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then they get ratings. The good Ooh. bad movies, the enjoyable bad movies, they get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Oh, fuck yes. Robot yeah, jocks. Yeah, see? Those are good. Good, good times. I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But then that was like 13 years ago. But then there's bad, bad movies. So stay away. They're getting negative uh, likes. Yeah, what if I bags? Isn't giant bags of trash? Ooh. Yeah. We don't like that's trash. More, that's, that's more like the Forbidden Zones and things like that. Mm, I remember that one, too. Right. Yeah. Not as enthusiastically. Right. Damn. So, um, yes, as you said, we are doing in January because yeah. you didn't see that coming. <laughs> um uh, we were starting with 1985's Nine Deaths of the Ninja. Correct. Which show Kazuki, because when you think ninja... Show enough. Show Kazuki. Mm-hmm. And his son. His sons. Uh, yeah, multiple sons. Uh, imported and domestic. 
Zane and one of them was Kane. Kane. No, one of them was Kane because Shane and Kane. There's a prominent fight in this in which he fights people with a cane, and I went, "Oh, there's Kane Kazugi." <laughs> yeah. I apologize for missing that joke in this. That's fine in the theater. So, uh, the first thing you need to know about Nine Deaths of the Ninja is that there are no din- ninjas that will die nine deaths. Right. There are no cat ninjas. Correct. Ninjas are cats are kind of ninjas though. Uh, there's nature's ninjas like mm-hmm. cats and hippos. Right. Although so you know. our our white protagonist does try to murder himself a lot of pussy. Yes. <laughs> and he does yeah. maybe try to get Shokazugi killed a lot because he just sits back and watches yeah. uh, him just fight people the, sometimes. And the tone smirk. of this one is so weird. Because, like, <sighs> yeah. when I think of Shokazugi, I think of, like, Pray for Death, where it's just like, I like you just see him and you know that he's so pissed off and mm-hmm. that he is just going to murder everybody. Yeah. And here, he's not at all. He's, like, flippant and goofy, and his yeah. sidekick is more flippant and more goofy. This is a bad analogy, and, and, and just go with me a little bit, but, like, the Jackie Chan movie that is just over-the-top nuts with, like, the Street Finder ending and all that stuff. Is that gorgeous? What is that called? Um, oh, shit. City Hunter. Thank you. Oh, Thank City you Hunter. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yes, but, I mean, there's, like, there's, there's a normal level of Jackie Chan goofiness in a Stater movie, and then it was, like, somebody was, like let's cartoon this the fuck up and that's yeah. city hunter and i'm saying this is that vibe it's just if if normally jackie chan was a stone cold killer more like bruce lee instead of mm-hmm. goofy jackie chan yeah not that i would pick a fight with jackie chan on any day of the week i'm not saying that but his Maybe, pers- yeah but his jackie persona chan is, is super charismatic yes his he, persona, he's yeah. friendly and charismatic <laughs> right yeah but and like, shokasugi is not friendly and not charismatic right yeah, yeah. but this almost feels like like they made a half-ass G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. It also feels like they made a half-ass Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of this movie feels like, you know, mid-70s Bond ripoff. Well, yeah, and it's got that Bond, hey, you know, I can uh, I can smash some pussy or I can go fix this, but I'm just going to smash instead. <laughs> right. But Shokasugi doesn't even do that, so it just kind of seems like he's just like... No, it's just Brent or whatever his name is. Yeah, he's... But it's just like, they're just like, shows like, yeah, I'll get to it after lunch, I guess. Yeah, the, you know, the it whole, is more like, what it feels like. It feels like, yeah, the project's not due till like Friday, so let's not sweat it. Yeah. So uh, let's set up the action of this mm-hmm. movie. Basically, um, Shokasugi and Brent Huff, Steve Gordon. <laughs> Brent Huff. Yeah. Brent Huff is his actual real life name. Steve Gordon oh. is his uh, character's name. They are members... They, along with um, Officer Honey Lips or whatever name is, <laughs> yeah. um, Control. Jennifer Barnes, okay. Control, or a code name Foxy. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they're all part of this. They're part of department. They're part of, of Dart. Dart. It's, yeah, uh, it's a anti-terrorist, anti-research, or anti. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I it's thought it was Dart. Domestic but... anti-terrorist research team. Sure. I think. Okay. So yeah, they're like a response. Maybe that would response be team. Okay. That could be it. Um, but yeah, they're like the most elite anti-terrorist squad on earth even though there's yeah. only three of them yeah but but they're amazing i think i mean to go back to the According gi to joe them. analogy i mean they are the most elite terrorist squad like gi joe from the cartoons is mm-hmm. are um i mean in that most of the time shit just happens where they happen to be if you go back and watch any of the cartoons it's like hey we're at the county fair this week to make a public appearance and oh no cobra attacked the county fair mm-hmm. and 
now we got to fight them off and we don't kill anybody and they don't kill any of us and we're back to doing this again next week but i mean and that's how this feels it's just like except people do die but sure lots of bad guys but not really you know i mean the good guys are just like oh no i got an arrow i'm fine it starts with training exercises they're it not does. presented they're, as training exercises. They're fighting but... the brave Mujahideen fighter, uh, freedom yeah. fighters in mm-hmm. Afghanistan, a.k.a. the hills of Arizona. And yeah. there's some pretty bad action and like what what look like choreographed really bad fake stabs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like the little bit of the fake out. They're like, oh, it's not really that. Right. It's not really fake bad. Yeah. It's he really... hasn't really stabbed yeah. that man in the shoulder. Well, there's a weird like there's a giveaway at the end that is like the worst giveaway or the tip of the hand or whatever, because like he ninja stars, some dude that falls down and then he starts to walk away. And that guy just starts to get up and then it cuts away to like helicopters flying. Well, yeah. In. He pulls the ninja star out right. and the guy gets up and like, eh, yeah, whatever. You know. And it's just like, what? And then mm-hmm. does the helicopter show up and you're like, Oh, training or guys clearly. And yeah. but that, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just not done well. <laughs> yeah. But from there, we are introduced to the group of people that are, that are going to be kidnapped by terrorists. It's a congressman, a bunch of kids, some old lady. And, and a tour guide. Yeah. this all, And this is taking place in Manila, I believe. Yes, it is. So they're taking a tour bus around Manila, and they end up in front of a wedding. And instead of the bride and groom going off to Meryl Bliss, mm-hmm. they turn out to be the bad guys. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't a honeymoon. It was a honey hump. Yes. Because that is the lady's name. She's General Honey Hump or I'm something. I'm telling you now, like, the bad guys are the reason to watch this movie. Okay. Because their direction was cartoonish. And then, no, that's not cartoonish enough. Keep going. Yeah, it's it's like, but it's cartoons from, like, the lens of, like, somebody who's never gotten history from anything other than cartoons. I yeah. mean, it just in terms of, like, slightest bit of knowledge of history would make you go... Well, that doesn't work. Because <laughs> yes. I mean, um, I mean, so I mean to paint, well, the, well, to paint the picture. Let, let's yeah. start. Okay. We're introduced to Honey Hump, uh-huh. who is uh, played by Regina Richardson, and she is basically if you took Nichelle Nichols from Truck Turner, giving the take off that fucking jacket Raquel speech, and just that energy level. Yeah. In literally every scene she shows up in, I don't think that woman blinks yeah. the entire movie. But drop, but, but drop her into a costume that looks like Pam Greer from like one of the you know jungle yeah. women in prison yeah. movies. Because I mean, she's just wearing like yep. almost nothing and you know giant fro and yeah, she's wearing like combat shorts yeah. and yeah. one and of those she is, jungle. It's like, it's like a safari outfit, but like yeah. you know with like yeah, she is several sizes insane. too small. Yeah. Insane! This entire movie just and, I mean, cranked it, up to fifteen. And she, she's not. I mean, you know, other than it's a personality quirk or whatever you want to say of the character, she is a lesbian, and she has like these group of like her top ladies mm-hmm. are like her lovers or whatever. I think her top girls are German girls. They, they, they are. are. They're Nazis, right? Yeah, okay, possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the implication is that this is all some weird dark Nazi plot or something that is like controlling the drug trade in Southeast Asia. But I think it's just the guy is a crazy Nazi and has his like that too, but Nazi yes. girls along. For yeah. The so the Albi, is that the guy's name? Albi yes. the cruel. Okay. So Albi is um, like if white Prince was Dr. Strangelove. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying like, man, like, 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like, he is a white dude with like just, print, Prince hair from yeah. like the late eighties, yeah. you know, bat dance era. And, um, I, 
but he's in a wheelchair doing Doctor Strange Love, but he's gay, which and super German and, 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 and it's a like, Nazi, yeah. and working with this, is this gay? Lady also, of color. Yes, and also has a capuchin monkey. Yes, he does. Yeah. That just does saying, not like, want to be there. That is not happy about being on his lap. I'm just in pointing that movie. out the people that he's with and and is in himself are all would be enemies of the state, <laughs> not the empire. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, not yeah, wrong yeah. there. Yeah, I, I, that's uh, all I'm pointing out is like the irony of like, do you not? Okay, all right. See, this is what makes me nostalgic for the 80s. Okay. Because it's like, if you put Nazis in your movie, you're just like, okay, they're the sure, bad guys. they're the bad guys, clearly. Like, the, the audience, there's nobody in the audience who's like, yeah, Nazis. I'm going to root for those guys. Yeah, well, there's some guys I in miss the, the 80s. All right. There were Nazis in the 80s, but we didn't hear about them. Yeah. They were rightfully shunned. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, Albie is just another one who's just cranked up to 15. They're They're just yeah. like... Go for it, man. His German accent is worse than my Jens impression, <laughs> but he's also just going for it the entire fucking time. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff like, I wonder if it's improvised or if it was written in. Like, there's a point where he tries, he puts a cigarette in his mouth and he tries to light it and the lighter just doesn't work. And then he eventually just flips out and like smash and like chucks the lighter. And, and Was that it. a Dr. Strangelove bit where he's trying to light a cigarette and can't? I feel I, I mean that might have been he didn't shoot the lighter no, afterwards yeah. but, but yes I mean like yeah but but it just feels I, like half of his scenes end up with him just going ah and yeah. throwing something and getting <laughs> Maybe, I don't think off. it was a lighter I think it's just his hand kept getting stuck yeah. and you know he just kept uh, clicking yeah, okay, it to yeah. like make it go down yeah or, you know because it kept wanting to you know yeah but but <laughs> right. these are our bad guys and and keep in mind this is a man in a wheelchair that they're wheeling around the jungle mm-hmm. uh honey hump has four amazon slash nazi mm-hmm ladies that fight for her in the same uh, safari outfit as him. Then they have a cadre of dudes. One guy being Mr. Wolf, who's like, or Dr. Wolf is like the only one that's named. And his only real characteristic is that he's introduced that he likes to cut people open and see what they had to eat. But otherwise, for he, breakfast. otherwise he is, uh, he's the count uh, therapist. I mean, I'm sorry. He is the count, uh, the rapist. That's what yes. I did. I'm sorry. There was a space there. I didn't see that. That's his personality trait is he uh, keeps on trying that. Yeah. He is, yeah. uh, to our delight, he is unsuccessful both times. One of the times he gets his beehole burned mm-hmm. by lighter fluid. But flame and taint. The old flaint, we call it. <laughs> our man flaint. <laughs> in like flaint. Yeah. yeah uh, so they, yeah, they kidnap these people. Take them know, to the jungle. Take them to the jungle. Yeah. Hold them in the jungle for a while. And they, and they make a video. Oh, God. They make a video that's like Dr. Strangelove makes his demands. And he wants... The release of some prisoner, uh, some prisoner dude. Yeah, we've seen him, a brief scene where he got served food. And this character's, uh, I don't even remember what his name is. It's like, it's extremely generic uh, Arabic <sighs> name. It's like Mohammed bin Mohammed or something stupid like that. I'm just saying it's that kind of level. But this man has no speaking parts in the whole movie. He just no, he does have growls. He does have one line. Does he? He actually yeah, he says something? one line. Okay. I thought he just cackled the entire time. I thought no, so too. Most but... of the time, it's... <laughs> but yes, they they mostly just hang out and menace the kids and the people, including the tour guide lady several times because she's the pretty one. Mm-hmm. And then the kids prove that they can like get out and do stuff, but then don't try to escape really. Because I mean, these are Shokazuki's kids, two of the yeah. kids anyway. Um, but they're not his kids in the movie. They're actually supposed to be the kids of like the diplomat or whatever that's in the cage with them. It's I guess. I mean, in real life, they're his kids, but not in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But really, the only hostages that matter, like that are given any personality. There's the one little girl who has heart medicine that 
the bad guys immediately steal and just one guy just shotguns all the pills at once. And it's like, those are heart pills. Those are not, all you'll probably do is stop your own heart, sir. Maybe they, maybe they were like early Viagra, you know, <sighs> you know like. Uh, that man's a committed drug user because if there's a drug, he's going to use it. I can again, appreciate that. Again, it was the 80s where it was like, how do you code someone as bad? Drugs. Right. They just indiscriminately drug. But yeah, but that 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 girl basically gone from the movie from that point once they take her medication. Yeah, because she's just, like, just uh, the yeah, it's just to establish yeah. that they're bad. Uh, Shokasugi's kids and that tour guide. Right. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, like it's like, yo, the diplomat is there, but he, I don't think he ever says a line. He's a congressman. He has a line in the very beginning when and he's introduced, again. and then sure. Never but yeah, I mean, they, they hang out in a cave for a while, and then they're like, oh no, Dart's going to find us, and they, you know, trot him through the jungle to more like a Rambo camp, where it's, you know, bamboo right. caves mm, and you stuff. Know, yeah. Cages and stuff. So. Yeah, but what happens is they send That's their demand. That's a terrible demands. way to phrase a yeah. POW camp, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, they, they phrase their, they, they send their demands in a, the world's poorly, poorest framed video, because they shoot the guy, but you don't even see them shoot the guy, because they filmed it from behind his head. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even go for the head. He shoots him in like the heart. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's not effective. So we don't even know. And, and I also like that he gives them, a, he's about to give them a list of demands and he starts reaching in his jacket and realizing he doesn't have the list. And he's like, and we will send the demands later. Yeah. He, he says like, they will be forthcoming. The first thing is the release of Raji, mm-hmm. uh, Raji Muhammad. Yeah. Um, and I'm not kidding. It's Raji. And he's like, uh, again, this is a with, Nazi requesting Raji Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> at least. He's just a big fan, yeah. I think. But yeah, he requests that, and he says the first part of it is mm-hmm. the details of that to be provided forthcoming. Mm-hmm. And then he can't find the paper. But yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird delivery. Everything from that guy is a weird delivery, though. He flips out a couple times because yeah. like his monkey tries to mess with the lady one time, and then she tries to shoot the monkey, and yeah, yeah. That there's monkey the... is flipping out the entire time, oh, that's and true. like there's a scene that looks like it's maybe supposed to be slightly scripted, but. It also looks, I mean, the reason I think it might be scripted-ish is because they left it in the movie, but also it might have been just like, oh, this is a weird scene. Let's, the cameras were rolling. Let's leave it. Because he's got the monkey's chain around his neck and the oh, monkey's right, yeah. flipping out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure that was just, that that happened and they were like, oh, he did a bit out of it, so it's good enough for the movie. Yeah. There, there, yeah. there are several scenes like that. I, I think... I forgot about the insert shot that's like almost in the harem. Remember, like when it cuts back and like he and um, the lady are sitting watching the ladies hench henchwomen dance and stuff. And there's and, polka oh, yeah. music in the yeah, background. Yeah, and they're yeah, listening yeah, to polka music. Right. Yeah, there's like, and then it just doesn't go anywhere. It's just like, look at how these guys hang out when they're being bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. But eventually, he sends the demands. Uh, the uh, ambassador at in Manila is like, we got to get Dart out here to, to fix this. Which is the director of the movie, and I believe, or the producer or somebody, because, like, I'm just, I'm oh, pointing out that, like... He's re- at least related to the... Yeah. The, yeah. But, I mean, like, because he's clearly not an actor, and also, like, the dude is, like, super Indian, and it's like, you're the guy in charge in here in Manila? Like, I, <laughs> I just, I don't know, it's just... Yeah, this, it's, this movie it's like has, Armitrage. This movie has, like, no sense of, like, where people are from or, you mm. know, <laughs> anything like Yeah, that. I meant to look that up, or at least look in the credits, and dude, I did Dude, he's yeah. in Octopussy. Oh, well, there you go. So like, I'm sorry, I take it back. He's clearly an actor because that is the film yeah. of the highest caliber. It's not bad. You should watch it again. It's pretty bad. I hate it's it. better than you think. No, I hate it. Sorry. But anyway, um, yeah. Oh, but he... the thing is, like, we're introduced, we get, we get why Shokasugi is part of the group 
is because he was given a ninja test to kill a bunch of other ninjas, and mm-hmm. there was a woman ninja that he doesn't kill, and so the guy, the his sensei is basically like, uh, you can't be a ninja. Yeah, he got kicked out of ninja school. Yeah. And, yeah. Even though you were chosen as the best one, we're kicking you out because you didn't do one thing. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like, hey, we we spent years training you, and we selected you for this test. I mean, you might want to just like throw a little hint, like, uh, kill everyone, like, just throw that out before He's you get ninja. on the course. It's understood. I mean, you know, just like if that's the rule of like, we're gonna test whether or not you will kill a lady or whatever yeah, a child. I don't probably. know whatever your your holdups are. Just you know, like, hey, you're gonna fail if mm-hmm. you don't. Uh, you know. It was yeah. it was probably in chapter four, and oh. you just didn't read it i got you because he's a bad ninja yeah yeah but they're very chill then they're called in so they they head out there to manila to save the kids and then they just spend like the next 45 minutes kind of just fucking around wandering around manila yeah like not even really doing like they go to an art museum for some reason and then some guy takes a picture of them and they can't get to him there's there's a a plot thread through the art museum there's some connection to the whole enterprise through the art museum and they're trying to trying to suss it out but they're really casual about it like the movie is also very casual about the whole thing there's Uh, also uh, i mean basically just because the uh diplomat or whatever or i guess that's what he is the guy the the producer guy has his hot secretary so there's a whole like thing where you know american stud guy decides to take her out and then like they get followed because they get, I mean, they get, they just keep getting attacked. This is like the very GI Joe nature of this movie. Is it's yeah. like he's like, well, I'm going to take Miss Lee out because she's hot, and I guess you know, I know we're supposed to be finding kidnapped kids and stuff, but whatever, I'm going to go pump her for information. Ha ha ha. I, he probably doesn't say that, but you know, like he, he didn't. Just, I mean, he, those those he kind of the lines. Type of guy yeah, that would. right. And anyway, and so then it's just like Shokazuki follows them to their date, and they get attacked, and like nothing comes from it other than like I think they grab one henchman they they usually like leave one henchman alive and they're like ah, oh, well he doesn't know anything shit anyway back to hanging out by the pool right yeah yeah <laughs> I, I mean that is kind of what happened is they just kind of like ah, oh, whatever and then eventually they do let raji out and then they are just gonna tail him because that's what they're gonna do he's gonna lead them right where they need to go and this guy loses the most elite anti-terrorist unit on earth mm-hmm in a horse-drawn, a pony-drawn carriage. He ditches yes. them four different times. Four times they catch up with him. One of them is like, Shokasugi gets in this whole big fight and is doing all this stuff. And he's like, I lost him. And then uh, his asshole buddy's just like, yeah, I bet you did. I see him outside right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you dick. Like you've got the, you've got these these super watches that one like somehow was tracking the guy's oh, clothing. Yeah, I was gonna say that like they've established that they have tracking technology and that's how he found him on the date. Mm-hmm. And yet. They don't decide to employ that same technology and maybe put it on the car that he's getting in, you know. No, or, they they yeah, put it on no. his clothes apparently, and oh, still was, managed to Jesus. lose him because the yeah. movie needed them to of lose him. Yeah, you know. But yes, I mean, it, it includes like uh, there's a jaunt through a a, a cat a house, brothel, yeah, brothel, yeah. yeah, whatever. I mean, it's just like, and that that's a whole scene because like it's again, it's dumb. It's like Chokasugi walks in like he's a customer, and it's like. Why? Like, why yeah, would you not just walk in? And, yeah, like, why go through all that and just time be like, is of the essence yeah, of getting this there's guy. A, there's a yeah. lot of fucking around for this. And he also stuff. spent fifty dollars on that. That's true. Yeah, which is like, yeah. come on, show. Yeah, in Manila, no less. Yeah, he was clearly bargain hunting. <laughs> I guess, but I, I think the thing that they they don't fundamentally understand about the Bond movies that they're trying to emulate is it's not like he's ever fucking around. He always knows where he's going. 
and what he's doing. Right. And he knows when he doesn't have to rush to get there. And the difference is these people have no idea where they're going or what they're looking for. And they're still in no hurry where it's like, no, these these children are going to die if you don't save them. And you just that it comes off as nonchalant and that they don't care. Whereas with Bond, right. it's nonchalant because he knows that he's already got it under control. And that's yes. the fundamental difference that this movie clearly does not understand in any way. Sorry. Can't say it any better than that. No, you just <laughs> yeah. like I, I mean maybe I'm summing up the entire movie, but I'm just saying why these scenes much, yeah. why these scenes don't work because it just feels like they're just fucking around and being idiots instead yeah. of actually being in control of a situation and, well, and also, doing what they need to be I mean, doing. You also generally have no idea what the hierarchy of the villainy is, other than, you know, it seems that wheelchair guy and Foxy Mama are in charge, you know, and it's just like other than that, there's a guy, there's the No Chen guy that we didn't even mention that like seems like he's gonna be one of the mini bosses that he's going to have to fight on the way. And he dies in the stupidest fucking he way. He dies falling off of the stairs like, in like or a, jumping off the stairs in the art museum or something. Like and, a, like a floor. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's like maybe two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could survive that jump yeah. at my age. Yeah, yeah. Like that's me jumping off my counter. Right. Like, like, you know, I had to put something on the top shelf and now I'm jumping down. It's like, Oh no, I died. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in reality, yeah. the guy would have just snapped both ankles and been like, "Oh God, what happened? Why yeah, did I, I mean, jump it, face just, first? This it, was a this was just a warning to children. It's right. like, don't jump off of heights, you'll die. <laughs> don't jump off of that playground you, equipment, you'll die. What did you say, Harlow? He had no chin, so he just drove his teeth yeah. into his brain yeah. when he landed. <laughs> yeah, it was it was lack of chin protection. <laughs> lack of chin, his teeth just went straight into his brain, and it was all over from there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that fucking guy. Yeah, I was just saying, like, yeah, he was kind of being set up to be, like, this mini boss or something. And, like, you know, nope. like, this, and it's just like, he just goes out like a chump. And it's like, all right. Yeah. Then there's this dude. There, there's, a, I mean, there's, there's the therapist guy, which, you know, whatever. He keeps getting, thankfully, like, outwitted right as he's about to go through with his axe. And, but he's got a, he's got a guy that, um, God, he looks like, I, uh, there's that third guy that, like, always, there's, um, Brian Thompson, Adam Baldwin, and there's that third guy that is like, if you want the big muscle dumb guy, mm-hmm. there's that third guy you hire. Yeah. I can't remember, and he looks like a yeah. young version of him, but I, it's not. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but I don't. I couldn't tell you either. Right? Yeah, but you know, you know exactly <laughs> yeah, what I'm talking about. He's that third guy. I think he maybe is in The Rock or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just like nobody has any consequence. They, like they just all run away, and like he just ends up fighting hordes of ninjas. And in fact, like mm-hmm. they get full blown like black outfitted ninjas that show up in the third act, and it's like almost, almost like it was going to be something like it's his old school or something. Like yeah. that's what it had. I was to be, expecting it to be yeah, like no. his old sensei has been, yeah. has gone bad yeah. and is hired because they do these a whole dudes. thing like they have a whole fake version of one of them because he he like ninja darts one of them, and it's like ah, that was just a a dummy, and I'm the real guy yeah. behind it. And it's like. Yeah, who are yeah. you? Like, what does this mean? Nobody. They're yeah. just random no, they're ninjas. Just random yeah. ninjas. That's why you got to sweep up. Otherwise, you get ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we but... should probably use this opportunity, Ninja Dart, mm-hmm. uh, to talk about the various and sundry weapons that are employed by okay. uh, the nine ninjas. Uh... I, well, I think let's start with the hero shot because I think the thing we thought was a joke ends up not being a joke and exactly what we thought it was because as we are... In the beginning. Yeah, in yeah. the beginning, I think they start off and they're like, they're just in fatigues. And then there's a moment where they're like, all right, let's, let's get together for like our, our real battle. And they like put on the bandoliers and get all like, oh, no, well, they don't, they, they pull off their oh, disguises. Okay. Yeah. They okay, pull their, cause is. they're, right. they're dressed up like the brave Mujahideen uh, fighters. Right. So they pull their headscarf and yeah. tunics off 
and that reveals like their battle outfits mm-hmm. and uh Shokasugi just is draped with every ninja item yeah. imaginable. It's, Plus it's, he has a ninja crossbow. It's very Storm Shadow. I'm just saying, like <laughs> yeah, his yeah. placement of where the ninja stars and stuff mm-hmm. are. He has a he's a, a ninja sword that mm-hmm. will turn into a ninja tonfa sword, spoiler alert. He has weird size that I've never seen, where it's like you have the sword guard facing the right way on one way and then yeah. the other way They're the like other. Yeah, size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Calvin Klein. I mean, to me, it makes sense. You could, like, protect your hand. I guess. Yeah, a little like hand guard action. Yeah. 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 And then be able to still be catch catch the blade. Sure. Be my guess. He's also oh, yeah. got lollipops on yeah. his belt. I mean, yeah. that's what I was getting to eventually. It's like we were—he has colored things that, like, look. I mean, I thought they we were thought blow, they were like blow darts or yeah, blow, or like special type of grenades or smoke bombs. Or they're something. little little tiny dum dums, like the tiny little yep. lollipops. Yeah. There is one point where he uses something that looks like one of them as a like honest to god grenade or smoke grenade, but they don't really they don't focus on it. It's just kind of a throwaway thing. Like, I mean, he also literally throws it away, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a throwaway sort of scene. Yeah. But we're like, okay, well, those are, you know, ninja darts. But no, the first thing he yeah. does when like, we see those, he pulls unwrap. one out and yeah. Telly Savalas. So it, that's just, that's Shokasugi's weapons. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Brent Cool Guys, Steve Gordon. Steve. In the beginning, he has an M4 or an M16 with an underbarrel grenade launcher, and he's doing cool guy grenade launcher things with it. But then when we get to the jungle attack scene that's coming up, he has the tiny dancer, or the dancer as he calls it. And it's just a big tube gatling gun with a hole in the side where a fake belt of ammo plugs in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he actually loves has it. the oil later because it got yeah. too hot. He He loves it, and he yeah. loves shooting it. And he gives the good gun face when he's shooting it. He also gives, like, shocked gun face in some scenes where it's just like, wow, look, holy shit, this thing. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's a lot of fun. I want to jump back to Shokasugi real quick because his outfit is like is, is like a G.I. Joe uniform. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, I mean, it's, it's, it's that weird 80s camo, but also, like, with mesh in the front along with all the belts that he has. There are a bunch of dudes wearing mesh undershirts. Yeah, this, and, and like movie. Brent, he's got like the tank top when he when he's doing it. I mean, it's like honestly, the costumes feel like like something that Dirk Diggler and Chess Rockwell would have been wearing in one of their movies. Yeah. Like those feel like the the outfits that they would have had on in the uh, the I first like, half. I like of that their you films. used one of their like names, and the other one was like their fake name inside the movie. Was oh. it? <laughs> Well, well, I know it was Chess Rockwell. Is it? Who was I mean, the other one? It was was it Brock and Chest? I don't remember anymore. Now it was Brock, Landers, it was Brock Landers and Chest Rockwell okay. were their were their fake names. Okay, but yeah, yeah, then yeah. it was it was Dirk Diggler and uh, who cares? Yeah, John C. Riley. Sure, John C. Riley. All I know is yeah. Chest Rockwell is an amazing name. It, it is, yes, and it will good. always be one of the best names. Yes. But anyway, that's what their outfits look like. Like they look, they look like okay. We took what outfits they would have been wearing in one of those those scenes. And just put them on a human being and made them act in it. Pretty much. Act. Wait, air quotes. Act. Yeah. But anyway, they send them back out. Like, he, they, he ends up chasing, uh, chasing that guy into the brothel. Ends up, they, he gets away in a speedboat, but they find out, like, where he's gonna land. Well, no, it's, they get the jump on him again when he's trying to get the helicopter out. Yeah, that's the thing. They, I think they knew he was gonna go to, you know, the floating pleasure palace or something. Mm-hmm. But also, he gets ambushed, um, 
Shokasugi gets ambushed in the helicopter. He has a private helicopter, by the way. So, mm-hmm. uh, sorry we didn't mention that earlier. But he's just, you know, flying around doing Shokasugi things. And he gets jumped by three guys. And then he's in the back seat with one of them and knocks him out with ninja shit. Mm-hmm. Throws him out the door. And then when they land to pick up the big guy, he's like, oh, surprise, I have a gun. And... There's a lot of, like, people sneaking up on people in places that they should totally see them coming until they're, like, a foot away. They're like, oh. Yeah, like, like inside of a fucking helicopter. Yeah, like, you know, opening up a door in a helicopter. Like, one guy didn't even have the headset on yet. I mean, yeah. even if you had the headset on, I'm pretty sure you could tell when someone opens a door in a helicopter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the sound yeah. difference would be massive. But, yeah. yes, opens the door to toss the guy he's incapacitated out, and yeah, they but, still don't notice. But he ends up trying to shoot Raji, and Raji catches the bullet. Yeah, he shoots directly into his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That catches it like in his teeth, like catches it with his fingers, like between yeah. his thumb and his index finger. Yeah. Like he puts his hand over the muzzle of the gun and, mm-hmm. and catches it. Yeah. That reads as a direct, like, James Bond villain ass mm-hmm. thing. Or James Bond henchman ass thing. Yeah. But but it ends up Shokusui ends up dumping him in the river and uh gets cause cause he gets back in the helicopter by doing a hanging on a helicopter stunt. It's a good hanging which, on a helicopter. Which Harlow and I discussed a little bit during the movie. Whatever happened to dudes hanging off helicopter stunts? It seems to be a lot rarer these days. Yeah. The last big hang off helicopter stunt I can think of is Mission Impossible Fallout. Here's yeah. what I would like uh, this week's homework to be for listeners at home. Find us the most recent ones. <laughs> yeah, send us uh, the, some recent and or favorite hanging off a helicopter mm-hmm. stunts. Email us bmf at bmfcast.com. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see why it happened in one of the Mission Impossible ones, because he's just running out of shit to hang off of as it flies away. It's true. Yeah. But you know, we were saying, what, True Lies was the last one we were I'm hoping, like, in the then. last Mission Impossible, he's just going to get strapped to, like, the the, 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 art, like, the Artemis rocket. Yeah. <laughs> and just ride yeah. it to the moon. Go find Xenu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I miss dudes hanging off helicopters. Yeah. So say we all. But, but yeah, he, he's able to get the helicopter back, lands it, and everyone's just like, oh, cool. That's good. <laughs> let's go. Now let's actually go to the island, because I guess they fi- they somehow, they listened in on the helicopter radio communication saying that they were he was going to meet them on Madame Woohoo's Floating Pleasure Palace, or whatever the fuck the name of it was. I know her name was Madame Woohoo. It was Woo Wee. In, oh, Woo Wee. It was okay. Woo Wee in Manila's Chinatown, which is a thing that I learned exists. Yeah. And it was Woo Pee, Madam Woo Pee's floating pleasure palace. Yeah. Hmm. But they know that. So they literally did the fucking dating game joke, is what uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because one of the women asks him when he's on the boat if he wants to make whoopee. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. I, I missed that, I guess. Yep. You can say fuck in your movie. It's okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, if you have, like, dudes' heads getting cut off and stuff, I mean, you know, slip a fuck it. I mean, there's titties in this for a moment. There are. For a moment. Like, yeah, there, there are There's underwater titties. Yeah, yeah. that surprised me. Stupidly. Yeah. Yep. But, I, uh, yeah, because, yeah, I forgot. There's a fucking Thunderball, like, underwater sequence in this, too. Jesus, yeah. And, yeah. We, and we didn't even At mention, his, we didn't even mention the James, James Bond intro, which is taking the vacant spot on our I four-way camera. I was kind of saving that to the end, but, Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll get back to that. I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, about it in the beginning. as far as, yeah. like, you know, the whole James Bond thing, there is an actual cheap yeah, version James of a James Bond, Bond intro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but he gets, they get to the island, they, he swims to the boat to take out, I guess, the people, and this one guy who's pouring the champagne, man, he's into it, for one, and then when Shokazuki comes up with the knife, 
he gets the best like oh no yeah he look immediately on his face. gets like super stiff like, like goes like, rigid eyes wide yeah like it's not the first time he somebody snuck up and put a knife to his neck <laughs> yeah. he's like not again yeah. <laughs> i mean i guess if you're a waiter on like you know bad guy island or you know, yeah madam whoopie's floating, floating illegal hut yeah, yeah floating pleasure palace which caters yeah you don't keep your job there terrorists. without dying for uh you know you learn the tricks of the trade. Right. He gets on there and then doesn't really do anything except ask the guy where on the island they are. And I guess they find out they're in the cave. And then he ends up having to jump off the boat while this woman fires like a fucking... What is the one in... It's an Call M60. Of Duty? Yeah. yeah, it looks like that saw thing that's in uh, in Call of Duty. Yeah, that's basically it, yeah. Yeah, where it, she's just like tearing it up, trying to shoot him. Other women jump into the water. He's somehow able to hold his breath for like five straight minutes but yeah one of them he just he uh he stops her by yanking her top off and it's like she's a prostitute this chick's a prostitute yeah. i don't think that's gonna like i don't think she's gonna care yeah. that much he does grab the uh the mouthpiece out of the one with the scuba which again like i mean should briefly inconvenience you but you can grab it right back i mean you yeah. know if you take it and then you know or cut it or something yeah, like, yeah. You know. learn from the bond movies that you're trying to ape you gotta cut that line yeah yeah there is a cool shot where he grab they shoot a harpoon at him and he grabs it. But aside he, from the, that, it's like then he just swims up to shore and one more lady's like, "I got you." And this is she sneaks up to him like to a foot away. This is another one of those like yeah. she comes up out of the water and he's like doop 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 and then like they have a knife fight which he just ends with like stabbing the sand by her head and is like, you know, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah, and then she's just gone. Yeah. Pretty much. It. She learned a lesson. Brent put a bullet in her right after that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. As, soon, as soon as the scene cut, Brent fucking yeah. capped her. It's okay. I, it's only my ankle sprain. <laughs> yeah. And from here, they're just going through the, the... This is where the tiny dancer gets really put to work. Mowing down dudes. This, this is very... This, this is where he has to stop and oil it up and have suds yeah. with, his, with his bros. Yeah. Let's get trashed. Then, then, then he orders his... Like, they, they fight on the beach and blow up a bunch of, yeah. you know, shitty sets. And then he's like... Hey, Honey Wagon or whatever, bring in my screw her name's on Honey Wagon. I'm sorry, I'm not yeah. gonna do that. <laughs> uh, bring in my grenade launcher. Uh but yeah, that's they What's her name? Pony Lady? What the fuck did they call her? I don't even remember anymore. Foxy? No. Foxy Lady. Yeah. Was it Foxy? Foxy? Yeah, it was Foxy Lady. Because he's oh, yeah. he's popsicle or, or uh, lollipop. Lollipop. Think, yeah. And he's Macho Man. Macho lollipop, Brent, Macho Man, Brent and Foxy Lady. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which they did not introduce their code names fast enough in no, their name. They, really they just kind of dropped that in, like, hey, Lollipop. And you're like, oh, you're talking to the guy that has Lollipops on his ammo belt? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But again, this is one of those movies. It's it's very 80s in that if something blows up near you, you go flying through the air and you die. Mm-hmm. Like, like and, and even if you get shot at, like, like Shokasugi's crossbow apparently shoots explosive crossbow bolts unless they hit a dude in the chest and then they don't blow up. Right, which is very disappointing because if he got exploding crossbow bolts, I want to see a dude get shot in the chest and exploded. I want to see that dummy get blown up. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not to mention that Kane Kazugi beats a man to death with metal nunchucks, yeah. and then he just gets up and is like, "Oh my head!" But <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of the times he escaped out of the bamboo cage, which just proves that he's small enough to climb through the bars, mm-hmm. which is poor planning if you know you're kidnapping children. But uh. Yes. I'm not trying to give you tips on how to kidnap children. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't have any. Yeah, if you had time traveled to 1985 <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we're doing that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he just goes back in the cage. But, yeah, he somehow procures some metal nunchucks and beats a man to death, except he's, he's fine later. They they blow up the old camp. 
I guess they find that there were booby traps there and they just blow it up for the fuck of it. Sure. And then and then uh, it's time for assault on the cave where everyone's waiting. Yeah, where, again, where like, Raji shows up, just he's like, "Hey, yeah, I just came, I came in, in the, the back door, yeah, fucking airbags." Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> don't know why, but yes, he he's okay. It comes to the back door, and every I mean, like their crew is down to like five people now, and they're just like, yeah. "We gotta figure out hostages, find a way out, shields." I don't know. Um, and I, I I do like that that honey is it honey humps honey hump yeah yeah honey, honey hump is so pissed that they keep losing and that everyone keeps retreating. Oh yeah, yeah, she she gets on a full Michelle Nichols rampage there for a bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she never stops being yeah, on that, her I mean, Michelle but yeah, Nichols she, rampage. She gets on but the, she like, takes that's it up to one another level yeah. at some point where she's just like and then she gets shot at and she's like god damn it. Yeah, and then they get like I mean, what's even dumber is like I mean, this is man, this movie just doesn't know when to end sometimes cuz like it seems like they just keep attacking camps and then they're like, "Ha, we're not there." And then they kidnap the kids and I mean, it's literally like they there's there's a dumb bit where like Chokazuki is like fighting Raji and some other people in the cave, and then uh, Macho Man asshole is like outside like I fire in the de- fire in the hole and like blows the fucking cave apart, nearly killing Chokazuki, and then they just crawl through like Hey, what's up? And yeah, they basically just like there's the kids, and then like Star Wipe to they're back at like the senator's mansion yeah. or something. Yeah, I I mean there's so much random dumb shit yeah. like. The, the three ninjas that show up out mm-hmm. of nowhere oh, that right, we yes. were like, what are they here for? Because they called it Nine Deaths of the Ninja, and they're like, we might need to have a ninja fight that's not just in a flashback. We need to have at least one ninja death in this yeah. movie. Yeah, but and it's not tied to anything. It's just like three ninjas that he fights and kills, and That he knuckles it. up, yeah. Yeah, and one of them does shoot Macho Man mm-hmm. in the shoulder, of course. Yeah, he deflects one arrow, and then second one... Like another yeah. ninja dives in with another arrow and gets yeah. him, but he's totally fine. They just like, all right, gotta pull it out. Okay, now you're fine. Well, she says like that we're gonna put you to sleep. She like oh. hits him with something, yes. but then it's like now you have to drag him out of there. You dumbass! All he got shot in was a shoulder. Uh, yeah, they do that. the The kids uh, they end up he ends up defeating Raji because he has put planted a bomb above the kids and right. and all the hostages, and I guess it's tied to a grenade. Or he takes the detonator or something and shoves it in the guy's mouth. It's it's unclear. He just reach, yeah. reaches up to this Acme bomb from Looney Tunes, yeah. pulls out it's some. Even got part. an alarm yeah, clock I mean, on like it, a you know like yeah, a, a proper sixty minutes yeah. ticking yeah. alarm clock that he sets, and then like you know reaches up, grabs something, grabs his hockey puck out of it, and shoves it in Raji's mouth, and then he gets this very comical like smoke out the ears, out the back of his neck, and out of his ass, I believe, because it's uh, yes. shown that his burn through through his ass. Yep. The, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and that's how he gets killed. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and like you said, basically star wipe to hey, they're at the uh, yeah. the and they're just like wow, that was a real ordeal. They're I at the ambassador's. Gonna, house. It's so nice that they let us stay here and debrief, and then it's just like the last people just are like ha ha, and like jump on the back porch. Basically, I mean, it's, it's literally like two seconds of like wow, that was that was a long day, and everything's gonna be great now. And then like uh, Albie and Honey Humps and the like, the yeah. couple of henchmen that are left are like ha ha, and. It's not even like I don't think Shokazuki's even there. It's like it's just uh, what's your face? It's no, he is there, but but she, he doesn't show up till after they spring their trap, right? Yeah, look, where she's like the lady, the yeah, Poxy's the, like the lady's like you're so predictable, mm-hmm. and then they, they throw they, a, they throw a net on Honey Hunt. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. like, and that's how she's defeated. They throw yep. a net on her and her ladies. Yep, they are carrying guns and they are defeated by a net dropping on them. Yep, and uh, meanwhile, uh, Albie just takes off in his motorized wheelchair. He has an upgrade. Yeah, eventually, Shokasugi catches up to him as he's rolling onto a polo field. Where there's a polo game 
in progress. Shoots the back of his wheelchair with a uh, with a line, which he wraps around the tree, which yanks Aldi, Aldi out. Yeah, he kind of American graffitis his, his wheelchair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to which he immediately gets trampled by all the polo players. In a you weren't very, even like, trying like, to stop. Well, why would you? I mean... And man, I, I just, I love the gelatin dummy that they had on the field that got trampled because there's like chunks of it that come out as the as the uh, horses run over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets fucked up, which is hilarious. Yep. And so, yeah, then they zoom in on, yeah, there he is. He dead. And that's the movie. Yeah, and that's basically the end of the movie. Is there a, there's not a final scene, is there? No, I mean, they have another rambunctious song to close out the yeah. credits and stuff. I mean, it's because, the same yeah, rambunctious man, song from the beginning, I think. Yeah, yeah Macho just... Man walks off with the chick. Oh, right, yeah. And that's it, really. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Macho Man guy is just like, it, you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just, he he's, other, he's gross. <laughs> he had some other chick he was... I just mean, it's yeah. like, it's like he's just like... He's every 80s yeah, douchebag. Yeah. He's not interesting. That's That's the problem. Is he's he's got nothing interesting or redeeming about him. Like, I, th- I think the thing he gets that... the big gun face time. But well, yeah, he's not even it. charismatic. He's just like reasonably attractive. I, I think. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Is like I, I think I hate him so much because we've all been in the situation where somebody was dating somebody like that that was mildly attractive and fucking brain dead and yeah. otherwise and yeah. you're like why <laughs> and also yeah. an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like yeah, just like you know dropping stuff down her shirt as they're walking down the street. I'm just saying, like, yeah. he's that kind of like, I'm going to grab your tits in public person. Or, or just, like, you know, yeah. like you're all hanging out and he's like, we're going to go home. I think it's time to fuck. Yeah. You know, he's like that kind of guy. Yeah, he sucks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it ends with the same song from the beginning, which I don't know how we like didn't immediately address the opening theme song, but as far as being James Bond related. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cold open. I mean, it, it happens after the training montage, but yeah, it's, it's a little strange because it goes to like the white room '80s music video. Um, that's not perfectly it lit. Is, it's not. It's not lit properly because you can see the corners, and you're not supposed to be able to see the corners when you do yeah, the white room thing. But yeah, this is like a Dollar General <laughs> James Bond yeah. intro. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do the white room sequence like this, it's supposed to look like Infinity. That's the whole idea, um, and you can see the room clearly. But he's got yeah. three three dancers that are like sort of in the Robert Palmer girls' outfits. Um, kind of uh, vaguely. Yeah. I mean, sort of flash dancey, sort of Robert Palmer. Yeah. Bit. Um, and they're just kind of dancing around him while he's doing katana moves. Yeah. Uh, sort of slashing at them periodically throughout the song, but like yeah. it's weird in a playful way. But like, yeah, they'll yeah. walk up and it's like, oh, let me do a yeah. artful interpretation of getting disemboweled. It's like, hmm, this makes me feel like an orange tree. Yeah, and it just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes seriously. For the full, this sequence like, is yeah. like a full five minutes. Even if it's not, it sure as hell feels like a full yeah. five minutes. I said it uh, It was Morty Blender's uh, title sequence. <laughs> it is a, yeah. yeah, it is an awful knockoff. But I got to say, like, for me, it's at, it's like it's one jocks just for that sequence. Because I was not expecting that after everything else. And and like, just, just the gall to be like, let's do a James Bond sequence. How much money do we have? We have $45. All right, let's do this. Like we we can't cover the corners. We don't have <laughs> we don't have good enough fills to fill in the yeah, corners, so you right. can't see it. It's like Jesus. We don't have enough paper to <laughs> to cover the edges. We got some smoke, it's so we're we're good on the bottom. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. The easier way is to do the curved edge, yeah thing. Yes. That's, yeah, that's how you really do it. It's amazing and terrible, and yeah. 
like I know a lot of things in this movie. I know why generic white guy bothers me so much. Why does because he is guy he's a knockoff Dudikoff. He's a dude knockoff. He does look very Dudikoffish, doesn't he? And it's been bother it's been bothering me for like three now, hours now. I wonder if they ADR. Well played, like... by the way. I'm not going to let just let that go. What? What's that? I'm not going to just let that go. I'm going to say well played. Oh, or, thank you. Yes, I think they they ADR'd all of his dialogue, and oh, I yes. think and I think they based it down to make him sound like he had a deeper voice. Possibly, yeah. Um, he he, he um, reminds they, me of uh, Rick, Rick uh, Rosovich, the oh yeah, the Top Gun guy who's yep. like you know they tried to make a standalone guy, and it's like you're pretty, but you're got zero charisma. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they ADR everyone in this movie. Some more than others. Some uh, inconsistently within the same scenes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not great, Bob. Yeah. Does that mean it's time to rate it? Are we ready for yeah. rates? Uh, we'll say that song is not a Stargrove. No. It doesn't have anything to do with the damn no. movie. No, it's, just, was, it's like it's also dance, dance Forever, I Can Dance. Yeah, it's something it's about bad. dancing. Yeah. It's very bad. Um, yep. Also, the music in this is generally awful. It generally sounds like PBS travelogue music from 1978. Uh, mm-hmm. Until every once in a while, we get a, a really good, exciting action track. Most of the time, it's like helicopter tours of... Uh, of Bali music. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite type of music. <laughs> Helicopter tours of Bali. <laughs> yeah, tours music. of Bali. Yeah. Yeah. I celebrate their entire catalog. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it is rating time. I could go. Yeah. I feel like this hat this this has the ingredients and should be way up there in what we do as far as like actually appreciating something really bad. But I feel like this it's the whole is way less than the sum of its parts somehow but like you know like i said that that intro dancing scene gets it a jocks for me and i think it gets jocks for those two villains just being over the top coming back around the bottom and then going over the top again like they've gone so far into whatever the fuck they're doing that i'm about it but as a whole like it's just the fights don't work I expect more out of Shokasugi, honestly, like, and his kid <laughs> uh, beating people up. Uh, and I guess I was just, it, this wasn't what I was expecting, but I still, like, I still, I could recommend it, but I just, I feel like the pieces are there and it could have been way, way, way more fun than it ends up being. So I got to only go two jocks. Fair enough. They spend so much time fucking off that, you know, if they spent more time, and I know it would, I'd probably be saying that they spent too much time with the villains and that it got grating, but if they spent more time doing something interesting than, you know, fucking around in Manila, mm-hmm. um, it would be way higher because, you know, there are ingredients there that make it, you know, it's like they used, you know, they use really nice ingredients in fucking box mac and cheese, right? It's like yep. you put Wagyu beef in your in your mac and cheese or something. I don't know. I'm getting off kilter who, with who this. Who puts beef in their mac and cheese? I do, like a taco mac. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Or yeah, like Wagyu beef in a taco. Wagyu ground, ground Wagyu beef in a taco. In a, in a Taco Bell taco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, huge waste. And then pour Diablo sauce all over it. Yeah. Or put ketchup on it. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I've never had ketchup in a taco, and I never will. 
Now uh, I kind of want to try it just because it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I don't think it would be good. I just I mean, ketchup's basically salsa, right? Yeah, um, sweet salsa. Anyway, uh, I think I'm going to agree with you, though, and give it two jocks. It's just barely two jocks, though. It's 1.93, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're we're toying with rounding up. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, I'm going to make that a unanimous two jocks around. Wow. Um, yeah. A unanimous two jocks for Matthew's yeah. return. Um, Glad to be back. What a ride. I think, like, you're talking about like, the ingredients to this, and I am I'm reminded of several other movies that we have watched that should be better than they are. Double mm-hmm. um, O Soul. Saying, like, you've got a charismatic guy like Billy yeah. Dee Williams, and you put him in a shit mm-hmm. show of a low-budget movie like that to be a James Bond knockoff, and it's like, why? Like, why did you even yeah. bother? Or, um, I mean, just talking about the difference between, uh, like, Black Belt Jones or Hot Potato. Like, Black Belt Jones yeah. is great. Hot Potato is just dicking around in Manila for an hour and a half with yeah. no pure, you know, real direction of what to with do. With an asshole sidekick. Yeah. And it's just, like, the same guy and the same people can be capable of so much better, and it's like... Yeah. You know, this just feels like kind of the latter, but the villains help. They don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. And they do get grading. Like, the wheelchair guy got... There was one scene where I was like, all right, enough. <laughs> like, let's mm-hmm. move on. Stop this now. Yeah. It's still it's still such a weird thing that, yeah, it still gets a recommend. Yeah. But it's not... Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's not very good. And there are better ninja movies. There's better everything movies. But mm-hmm. those villains are something to behold, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, just think about, like, if his sidekick had been, like, Reb Brown. And then try to think about oh, who yeah. you have instead yeah. of Shokasugi. That's someone that, I mean, I don't want to say a Jackie Chan type, but like someone with just more fun charisma, because that's clearly what they wanted was like more of a, a goofy tone. If you have fun charisma, dude, then you can get away with Shokasugi being straight man. But like boring white guy McNormalson mm-hmm. is, aside from being good looking, he has nothing to offer. Yeah. You know, he doesn't even deliver his cool guy lines very. Yeah, all cool he does, all he does, is cross his arms and smirk when Shokasugi's like right. beating the hell out of somebody. Yeah. He's like, oh boy, I wish I could help with that. Yeah, and I mean, a couple <laughs> of those fights are not like super easy. Like, I mean, he's like having to sort of fight them, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, help. Yeah. yeah, and and speaking of fights, the best fight is when he was dressed as an old man at the restaurant. Like, yeah. That's yeah. That's it's, the good fight. Yeah, it's weird that he continues that on though. Like after the trap has been sprung, he's like still drunk and mastering. Like he's an old man. It's like you have sprung your trap. Nobody realized. Everyone knows you're not an old man with a cane now. Mm. I think it was kind of funny though. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Just committed, I guess. Yep. He's a method actor. So is that going to wrap it up? I suppose yeah. it does. Yeah. Cool. So before we close it out, uh, we asked for New Year's voicemails uh, at some point in the past. I believe it was prior to New Year's, uh, and one person came through, so I appreciate that. Wounds there was, and they were they were uh, the earliest that they I believe they could possibly be for their own New Year's. So here we go. Hello, Garfield. This is Philip in England calling, A.K. Torper. Just wanted to wish the beautiful bastards of the BMF cast a happy new year. Crash and burn, guys. Philip out. Philip's British accent is non-existent. That's right. I, I'm surprised. Uh, I was very surprised when I previewed it to make sure it wasn't just somebody screaming the N-word for uh, for nine minutes or whatever. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for calling in. Uh, your special prize is to be determined, but uh, please enjoy this. Thank you so much for wishing us a happy new year. Happy new year to you too, Philip. Gracias, Philip. Yeah, buenas noches. <laughs> <laughs> Via con Dios. 
as they say in your country, right. England. Oi. Anyway, if you want to leave your own message on the Garfield phone, give us a call 9105 Jack's BMF or 9105569263. Or if you have uh, an answer to our question that we asked earlier, you can email us bmf at bmfcast.com. Uh, or get at us on any of the other socials. Check us out uh, on Twitter and find the link to the Discord, and you can hang out with us uh, all all day. We're we're there and responsive. Um, we do, and I started doing a topic of the day. Yeah, you can check out Mackie's topic of the day. Okay. It's an official channel channel. So we're out a new fun topic. We can here. talk amongst ourselves. Yes. But yeah, there's also the website, which is bmfcast.com, and you can get all of the links to all of the things at bmfcast.com. Cool. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. All right. I'm Arlo. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Banff Cast Out. Bye, motherfucker. Farewell, motherfuckers. <laughs>